0: Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together, Bruce and I have written 36, 6, is that right? 36? 36. 30, 36 cookbooks, including cookbooks like Grain Mains, the only cookbook that I know of that treats whole grains as a main course and my favorite title of all ham an obsession with the hind quarter but we are not kind of obsessive at any hindquarters today no today is the hummus show the hummus show and let me explain something about this we've been doing this lately on the podcast and we've been offering ideas both of us tossing back and forth ideas about how to take uh things we probably have in our refrigerator and at this point i think everybody has hummus in their refrigerator okay maybe not my mom, but everybody else. My
1: mom does. (laughs) She probably makes her own. Yeah, well, my mom's a Baptist. Anyway, my mom was born in Israel, where they invented it. Oh God! And them's fighting words.
0: Those are fighting words. Okay, let. Can you just let me explain? So this is the deal. We've been talking about how to use up some of what's left over, or you might have in your refrigerator, in interesting or weird or strange ways. I promise, no hummus nachos. But oh. <laughs> what we're going to talk about today how to use up hummus. So this is not about making hummus. However, however. I love if, it, however. I know good, however, is hard I to know. come by. If you go to our YouTube channel, "Cooking with Bruce and Mark," "Cooking with Bruce and Mark," there is a video that has gone up about how to make hummus from scratch, no cheat in the instant pot. And
1: by no cheat, Mark means we're not even using canned chickpeas. Yeah. We're taking dry chickpeas, we're soaking them, we're cooking them, and we are making.
0: Hummus. It is so easy to do it in the Instant Pot. It takes so much less time. It is so much easier. So if you want to check that out, it's on the YouTube channel. So let's
1: go. The first thing is think about hummus as a condiment that is a good substitute for mayonnaise (laughs) what i mean by that is next time you make a sandwich or a wrap
0: substitute for mayonnaise
1: i mean you eat it on a spoon out of
0: the jar and you
1: eat hummus on a spoon out of the jar so the next time you're making a sandwich even if it's a blt if it's a turkey sandwich if it's a roast beef sandwich rather than spreading your bread with mayonnaise Do a nice coating of hummus. And you can Mm. use plain hummus. Mm. You can use uh, spicy hummus here Mm. would be really delicious. Mm. Those Mediterranean-flavored hummuses. Um, Pick a flavor that matches Mm. most to the deli meat or cheese that is on your sandwich. And you can even make a wrap that is basically a hummus wrap. So you could dollop the hummus as a filling. And you put a little lettuce, tomato, cucumber, and that's your whole thing. But you can use it instead of mayonnaise. Uh, Can I use it with mayonnaise? Well, you could put mayo on one piece of bread and hummus on the other. (laughs) And then that's it. It's just your mayonnaise hummus sandwich. Actually, a slice of tomato in the middle of that would
0: be really good. I think hummus, pimento, cheese, and mayonnaise on a sandwich together at like. Hey, I'm serving you that for lunch. It is it is the ultimate multiculturalism. It's the ultimate expression of our relationship. Um
1: um Oh miss <laughs> Parmitter, cheese, and mayonnaise on um, rye bread. On rye uh, No, on a biali. On a <laughs> oh, <God>. toasted biali. <laughs> that's mm, so That's disgusting. good. Okay, what do you want to do with hummus? <laughs> I want to say that Bruce
0: and I do this all the time, and that is we make a mezze platter for dinner. And What's mezze? I don't get to it. Um, basically, when time's short, especially when we're in a cookbook crush and we're writing one of the billion cookbooks we've written, and we're in a bad crush, we often make dinner out of Mezze. And Mezze is a Mediterranean notion, right, of little small plates. So we stop off at the salad bar at our supermarket in very, very rural New England. So if we can do this, I am sure that wherever you live, you can do this. And we buy mm, uh, marinated artichoke hearts and some roasted vegetables and olives. And we buy those little mozzarella balls and cherry tomatoes. And we bring and
1: grape uh, leaves. Yeah, and mm. grape
0: leaves. And we bring all that home with a container of hummus and we just make a as a platter out of all of that stuff and i will confess to you that time that there are times in which we don't even take it out of the containers from the store we don't make a nice
1: platter which sounds lovely the but platter <laughs> is you put all the containers on a cutting board and you bring that out on the porch and that's your platter it's What's, perfectly fine look it, it's like it when is. we used to order in chinese food in new york do you dump that container of chicken chow mein well, from the cardboard thing into a serving bowl. I think bowl. that no.
0: fancy cookbook writers are supposed to dump it into a bowl. And I think fancy cookbook writers are supposed to put it all on, you know, the bespoke platter made by, I don't know, made by 900-year-old nuns in France from the who, clay they dig who, out of a revenue. Who river. are these people
1: <laughs> doing that? Who has time? I don't,
0: no. I don't know. But anyway, it is an excellent idea to just make a meze platter. It's so easy. Easy. Just pick up stuff off the salad bar, pick up a container of hummus, and pick up some pita rounds or pita chips, or you know what? I love those. What are they called? those? Fin crisps?
1: Oh, yeah. The fin crisps. Those are really thin rye right crackers that you know. I made.
0: love those yeah. fin crisps.
1: Okay. So now we did a show all about mustard, and I talked about using mustard as a sauce on pizza. Yeah. And I asked people not to, to, to flame me for that. Okay. Go on. Come so on. You're how, setting it up. How about hummus pizza, anyone? So... <laughs> Now we're gonna forget that you t- made fun of me with mayonnaise and so now we're and gonna hummus. forget the tomato sauce and we're gonna take a pre baked crust. So this is pre baked. We're not so right? like one of those bobbly crusts yeah. or yeah. Uh, something Same. that's pre baked because you don't want this. You don't want this hummus cooking for a bit a long time. Oh. Just you want it just so mm. the crust gets crispy. Hummus so,
0: in a 400 degree oven for 20 minutes. No, mm. it's only be 12 minutes. So
1: here's what you do. <laughs> I like to use a sun dried tomato hummus or a red pepper hummus for this because it kind of resembles what tomato sauce was, but it's still hummus and it's delicious. Okay. On top right, of that, right. I like to put sliced roasted red peppers, sliced red onions, even a little feta cheese. Again everything that we could get at the salad bar at the supermarket. So you put that on the, pe- the pre-baked crust, you put it in the oven at 400 degrees just to crisp the crust. It warms the topping. It's an amazing pizza. It's interesting. It, really is good.
0: it would be in- interesting too with a salad on top of it, right? I mean, if you had a oh, dressed a salad, arugula salad yeah. on top of it. Yeah. It would make a really interesting flatbread
1: pizza thing. Let me also say, if you can't find those pre-baked crusts, use pita bread. Because you can make a pita bread pizza, and pita and hummus were made to go together. So, so
0: this way you're just... So pita bread, roasted red pepper, sliced onions, feta cheese, uh, hummus spread on it, in the oven, 12 minutes, 400 degrees, and you're out. And right?
1: the feta is important. I wouldn't put mozzarella on this. I think hummus and like mozzarella it. sounds kind of disgusting.
0: Okay, so here's my idea that if this is, if you've got a cholesterol issue or you're watching your waistline, and, and we don't talk a lot about this kind of stuff on the show, but um, if you want to try this with a cholesterol pro- problem, it's an excellent idea. And that is to replace the yolks in deviled
1: eggs with hummus. Oh, yum. Um, because the whites are the best part of the egg anyway. The yolks are <laughs> disgusting. And so, <laughs> so I love this. True. I love this. So, not true. But if
0: you, you know, get some hummus, and I would say some plain hummus would be best here and spike it up with some hot red pepper sauce like Tabasco or any of those jarred hot, I mean, bottled hot red pepper sauces and a little paprika maybe on top, like my gradient, but on.
1: Can like we put horseradish in it too? Sure. Mm-hmm. And you
0: mix that together and then you put that in instead of the yolks. And if you're watching your cholesterol, it's a nice thing to do. And by the way, if you're making a platter of deviled eggs this summer, it's nice to make a few of them this way for, I don't know, you know, Uncle Charlie with his 9,000 stints and 400 <laughs> bypasses. <laughs> They even even bypassed his carotid. Oh, absolutely.
1: (laughs) <laughs> they do that
0: you know oh my god um, <laughs> anyway it would be nice because there would be a few low cholesterol treats and in this case I would say you know if you're going to go ahead and watch your waistline then you do want to get a reduced fat hummus,
1: which they are available Yes, yeah, so, there. so but just to make sure that it doesn't have that much Correct. oil because the point of this is you're trying to cut the fat and down of a double egg
0: can we talk about this for just a second before we jump onto your next sure. thing is uh, you know I find that there are it's a wide variety of course hummus has become so popular there is such a wide variety on the market and Bruce and I buy a lot of and yes, we are cookbook writers, and yes, we know how to make it from scratch, and yes, there's a video on how to make it from scratch, and yes, we buy it um, because sometimes time is tight, and you know it's an easy lunch. But I do find that there's a vast difference among the qualities, and the better humusai. Homosai, homoseem. The better homoseem are made with olive
1: oil. They are. So look at the look at the labels. See what's on there. Yeah. Um, you get what you pay for in this world, especially in the food department. So don't yep. necessarily buy one over the other because it's ten cents cheaper. Um, look at the ingredients. And we've had this discussion many times over the years, Mark and I, and we've talked about it with with the public about knowing your ingredients, buying yep. different chicken broths and tasting them to get the one you like, buying different canned tomatoes and tasting them to get the one that fits your palate. Do the same thing with hummus. Next time you want to buy hummus, buy three or four containers but of different brands and taste them and see they're all gonna be different. There'll be a different texture, there'll be different salt contents. Find the brand that fits your palate that you like. Right, okay, now
0: you're on to your next one.
1: Let's take our baked potatoes to a Middle Eastern high. (laughs) Dump the sour cream. <laughs> Didn't John Denver sing that in <laughs> Middle Eastern High? Middle Eastern High. Mm, nice. So bake your baked potato, cut it open, and instead of sour cream and butter, I like to drizzle a little bit of really good olive oil. Yum. And then dump on some real good hummus like a roasted pine nut hummus. Yum. And that is dinner. I put some chopped chives on that. And think about it. Even you,
0: some jarred, drained, minced pimentos would be good on you that.
1: You could. You could even then throw an anchovy or two. Oh, oh. So now you've talking. got a baked potato with a little good olive oil, some nicely delicious flavored hummus. You've got some pimentos. Mm. You've got some chives mm. and maybe even an anchovy. That is dinner. Yeah, that all is all you did was bake a potato, and now you have dinner.
0: That is, and in fact, you can buy baked potatoes at many supermarkets these days, right? So all you would really need to do is come home and heat it up, and you, or you eat it cold. Or, I can't stand cold baked potatoes, but that's me. I, I guess you know what. Over the years, we've learned, of course, we, um, and I should say we've learned that I'm basically Fred Flintstone. <laughs> that I can only eat a hot meal. I don't. Well, ma,
1: where's my food? <laughs>
0: tend to like cold food i mean i like a mezze platter like i said because it's easy and it's fast but cold baked potatoes leave me i can feel it in the back of my throat right now so i I don't know i guess i am Fred flintstone okay so now i'm going to go on to another idea and that is you can make a creamy dressing for pasta or rice salads with hummus that don't 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 freak Listen, take about a quarter cup of hummus, and it doesn't really matter what kind of stuff. I wouldn't use one with big chunks of nuts in it. But, you know, a quarter cup of hummus, put it in the food processor and take about a quarter cup of canned Diced, mild green chilies. That's that's one of those cans, mm-hmm. those little cans of mild green chilies. Mm, put some lime juice in there. I don't know, a tablespoon. And a little cumin. I don't know, a pinch, a quarter teaspoon, a half teaspoon. I don't I know. I love
1: the precision of oh, the food God. writer.
0: So we're that up. We're up the Hummus. The green chilies, the lime juice, and the cumin. So it's a southwestern hummus dressing going yeah. on to pasta. Yeah, oh, and right. notice that the, I didn't put any oil in it because there's never in the hummus. I didn't put anything else in it. I just added the chilies for flavor. The lime juice for brightness, a little cumin for flavor. Now it's ready. It's not ready for lettuce salads. This would be disgusting on a lettuce salad. But it's Well, re- maybe a wedge. Mm-hmm. I could see dumping this onto mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. wedge of iceberg.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like it. So <laughs> I think this is well, for... if you don't like well, it. Well, they... Exactly. So this is for pasta or rice salads. Like a real stock pasta salad with a lot of chopped carrots, a lot of chopped celery, um, rotini, I don't know, name it. Oh, put a jar of drained marinated artichoke hearts in that too. Exactly. And add that to your pasta salad. And then this is a very, very heart healthy actually dressing for your pasta salad.
1: And the other thing you could do now with hummus? You can add it to a burger. Yeah, now, I love this. Now, now I just stop. I know. Instantly, I wanna, I wanna people say, are like... I, I want to say, I love this idea. Now, I'm sure that the first thing that's gone through everybody's mind is that we're just dolloping hummus on top of a burger, no. which is fine. That's a Hummus makes a no. great burger topping. But my idea is that instead of using an egg and breadcrumbs as a binder all you're going to use is hummus. So you're actually going to be able to make carb-free burgers by not adding any breadcrumbs. You could do this with meatballs. You could even do it with um, a meatloaf. So for every pound of ground beef or chicken or turkey, you're going to mix in a quarter cup of hummus and a few teaspoons of your favorite spice. I like to use um, East Indian spices. I like Curries, I like garam masala. But you can even use Middle Eastern spices. You can use a el hanout okay, or a baharat. Right. So I want to say that while you're saying that
0: this is for beef burgers, I do think that this is absolutely best on chicken and turkey burgers. Well, it is. It, because tur- chicken and turkey burgers are like hockey pucks. They, they get are. really dry. They do. Over the heat. And you have to cook them mm, more than I like them. I mean, you know, I like a burger so that a good vet can save the cow. So um and a beef you, burger so you have to cook them more and this hummus adds all that moisture that it, you uh, need
1: it adds moisture it actually adds a little more protein it adds binding it just gives it such an amazing flavor it's mm. really great so again for each pound of ground chicken or turkey as mark prefers we Thank will you. put in a quarter cup of hummus and again a couple of teaspoons of either garam masala or curry powder or rasal hanout or baharat and then we're going to grill them or broil them or pan fry them for about three minutes aside until they're cooked through. Basically what we're doing here is we're making the best of a bean burger with the best <laughs> of a turkey burger. Um, and so, and then it just, and then the only thing it needs is pork belly. <laughs> So on top of your healthier turkey and hummus burger, I suggest a slice of crispy pork belly. Yeah, a
0: crispy pork belly with your hummus-filled deviled eggs. And Mm. there there you go. You make everybody happy. You make your funeral director happy. You make your cardiologist (laughs) happy. You make everybody happy all at once. Well, that seems to have done it that was seven ways to figure out what to do with that leftover hummus or a little bit of hummus in your fridge i think that some of these ways especially the burgers are genius and the pizza i love and believe me the pasta
1: salad is delicious it is i think we're going to be having that uh tomorrow yeah that it's it's all great ways to use up that condiment If you love this hummus show as much as we did, please subscribe to the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark wherever you get your podcasts from and give us a five-star rating. We really appreciate it. And you can follow
0: us and connect with us on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Bruce is on Instagram. It's Bruce A. Weinstein. And check out our YouTube channel, Cooking with Bruce and Mark. Bruce and I have recently started a new series on that channel called A Deep Dig Into... I was up with fudge brownies. I'm up with a really wild British gingerbread. Bruce is up with kimchi. He's up with um, bread and butter pickles. I mean, we, we we're really kind of taking a deep dive into uh, an obsessive look at food. So check that out on YouTube. And we will see you back here next time
1: on Cooking with Bruce and Mark.